0: Hello everyone, welcome to the podcast. It is great to be good, be with you as always. And today I want to talk about LinkedIn and also with specifically in relation to the ways in which you can find targeted connections to link up with on LinkedIn that will hopefully bring massive value to, to yourself as well as to the people that you link to. And I guess I've started to get more and more questions about LinkedIn. Uh, for those that have followed me for any time at all, they know that I'm a very uh, passionate believer in LinkedIn. I'm a passionate believer in the in the platform. Uh, I'm a huge advocate for the platform, especially considering the organic reach of the platform. As well as the business focus of the platform, my content finds uh, a really good audience on LinkedIn, probably better than any other social media platform just because I do have such a business focus with my content and I try to really bring value through everything that I put out and try to really stay in my lane in terms of what I know, what I don't know, and being really transparent about that and, and trying to really bring value to the areas of digital e-commerce, digital commerce, omnichannel, new retail, uh, and all of the areas that, uh, I feel like I've really specialized in throughout, uh, my 17 plus year career in digital. So that's, I, I really do try to stay in my lane and I try to bring value to those, those conversations and try to put content out very regularly on LinkedIn. I do uh, put out content, uh, on average about one, one piece of content per day on LinkedIn, would love to do more but uh, time just usually doesn't permit it, permit me to do much more than that and then obviously i like to devote time to the podcast i'd like to devote time to doing video i like to devote time to other platforms as well but certainly over the last couple of years my focus has absolutely been linkedin and i've got more connections there than on any other platform uh, as well as followers and so uh, i guess i've got uh, the biggest audience and biggest set of connections on linkedin and so that's where my focus really has been and i've learned a lot, you know. LinkedIn originally, uh, you know, I used it like many people did years ago, which was basically an online CV, an online resume, a, a running repository of the places that I've worked and a little bit about me as as I've traversed my career. But certainly over the last couple of years, in particular, LinkedIn has pivoted quite substantially into being a very, very strong social media platform in its own right. And not only a social media platform, but a publishing platform in its own right. So on LinkedIn, as most of you will know, you can do short form posts and those posts can be composed of text, uh, images, uh, videos, text and videos, text and images, and a couple of other permutations uh, and various different file types as well. So presentation files, etc. Uh, there are, there are as well as uh, long form articles. So there are long form articles through the publishing platform of LinkedIn called LinkedIn Pulse. And when you write long form articles, you're writing them into the Pulse platform, which is effectively like a LinkedIn blogging platform. So between short form posts, photos, video, Uh, as well as articles, there's a wide range of ways in which to get your message out on LinkedIn. And uh, there's a myriad of ways to sort of share what the thoughts are on your mind. And then beyond that, there obviously are the ability for you to post in and link to external sources of information, such as YouTube videos and the like, as well as uh, external podcasts and that sort of thing. So there's a whole range of ways in which you can put your content out on LinkedIn. But that's not really what I'm going to be talking about today. What I want to talk about is how do you grow your connections/slash followers in a in a smart way on LinkedIn. And because every connection is also a follower, we can use followers as a bit of a proxy for the number of connections that someone has. However, it's not an it's not a it's not a perfectly accurate number. It's not a one to one ratio because people can follow you without being connected to you. So when they go to your profile, they can choose to follow you without actually being connected to you. And also because LinkedIn has a connection limit of 30,000 connections, uh, once someone gets up to that 30,000 connection limit, it is definitely no longer a proxy for the number of followers that you have, because anytime you have over 30,000 followers, Uh, it's highly likely that you have reached your 30,000 connection limit and therefore all the remaining number over 30,000 of your followers are pure followers, meaning they came to your profile you had maxed out your connection limit, they couldn't connect to you, and so they followed you instead. And so that's really how LinkedIn looks at that. Uh, they, they will not show the total number of connections that a profile has. Uh, they will show whether it's got 500 plus connections, and that will sit right underneath the profile image. And then it will also show the follower count, unless the particular profile has blocked the visibility of their follower count from their profile, in which case you cannot see that. So the nearest proxy we have for the number of connections that someone may have is if you can see their follower count, uh, then that is usually a pretty good representation of how many connections they have, although typically they have slightly more followers than connections. But in any case, what, what are we trying to achieve here? So the reality is if you want to have impact with your content, then you obviously want it in front of as many eyeballs as possible. You want to have... The widest distribution of your content as possible. And with LinkedIn, because it has such a high organic reach and penetration uh, percentage, uh, the the fact of the matter is that even, even with that high concentration of organic reach, your content will only be seen by a certain percentage of your followers at any given point and time. And as a result of that, the larger, your, uh, the larger count of connections slash followers that you have, the higher that count is, the greater the initial n- sheer volume of people will see your content because a percentage of that audience is gonna see your content when it goes out into your feed. And so the larger the count, the larger, even if the, the percentage that it goes to of your connections is the same, as your connection count slash follower count increases, so will the the real number of people that actually see your content in their feed. Uh, even all thing all of the things being equal in terms of percentage of your followers seeing your content. So, uh, really, what we're trying to do is we are trying to if if your goal is to have your content get in front of as many eyeballs as possible, then you should want as many. Uh, connections and followers as possible. And because connections are limited to 30,000, the goal really should be, if you want to have the biggest impact on LinkedIn, the goal really should be to reach that 30,000 connection count limit as quickly and efficiently as possible, uh, whilst also trying to retain the relevance of those connections to your your industry, to your vertical, to your target market, uh, and to your target demographic of where you want your content to be seen. So, How do we go about doing that? How do we go about getting targeted connections that we want to reach out to and we want to request uh, them to connect with us uh, up to that 30,000 limit? So there's a few different ways to do it that I have kind of discovered along the way. And I want to share those with you now. There's about six six, six to seven key tips uh, that I will share with you today. And I won't start with the most obvious one, which is LinkedIn Advanced Search. That's the one that I'll finish off with uh, because I think that it's probably the most powerful way to find targeted potential connections to reach out to uh, in the first place. But we'll start with some of the other other ways in which you can find some targeted connections to reach out to and uh, potentially connect with. So the first one is is reactions to your posts. So when you put a post out on LinkedIn, uh, assuming it has value and assuming you have any kind of follower count at all, uh, you will oftentimes be getting reactions to your post. Now, reactions are, originally it used to only be likes. Now, there are other reactions that people can play. So, there's the clapping hands, which is bit eff- effectively applause. There's the quizzical look with the hand on the chin. There is the light bulb moment, which is insightful. Uh, there's still the like. And there's the heart, which is which is love. So, those are the, those are the reactions uh, to posts without actually commenting people can react to your post through those icons uh, sitting underneath your post. So basically, if you hold down the like button, the various different reaction icons will pop up and you can select from one of those and people can interact with your posts in that way. Uh, So, when you, uh, underneath your post, if you tap, once someone has interacted with your post in that way and reacted to your post, if you tap on those reactions, what will happen is a page, uh, I'm speaking from the mobile context here, the mobile app, the LinkedIn mobile app on desktop, slightly different, but the the concepts are all the same. And if you tap on that list of people that have reacted, what will happen is a a pop-up will come up, a modal window will come up, showing you all of the people that have reacted to that post and if you the what it will do it was order them by the the linkage to you so all of your first connections so people that you are directly connected to will show first in that reaction list All your second degree connections which are connections of connections uh, will show up second in the list and then third degree connections if any that have reacted to your post will show down at the very bottom of the list. So you can obviously scroll straight to the bottom of that list of reactions because all of your first degree connections that you're already connected to will show at the top of that list. So if you go right to the bottom your second and third degree connections will be listed there that have interacted or reacted to your post. And that's a great place to start because if someone has taken the time and the energy to react to your post, then uh, they're probably a fantastic opportunity uh, to uh, or a candidate for you to reach out to and try to connect with. So I would start there. Anybody that reacts to your posts Reach out to them if they're not already a first-degree connection, and try to connect with them. And I recommend you always personalize your connection requests. So, you know, something along the lines of, you know, thank you for interacting with my recent post on XYZ. Um, uh, looks like we we have some interests in common. Would love to connect, something like that. Uh, and then put their name in there just to, to personalize it a little bit and reach out and, and give them a connection request. The second, uh, I guess, pool of candidates to consider are people that comment on your posts. So similar to reactions, people that interact with your post via comment uh, are highly engaged with your post. And commenting requires more effort than a reaction. And so therefore, comments are an even stronger indicator that someone is interested in your content and uh, are, li- are very, very likely good candidates for you to connect with. So all you have to do is, first of all, I highly recommend that you always respond to anyone that comments on your posts, respond to their comment, uh, and interact with them um, through their comments because it's just a, sh- a sign of respect. They've taken the effort to comment. You should definitely take the effort to comment back and respond to their reaction to you. Uh, and at the same time, you can simply look through those lists of comments from the other people that are commenting. And you can see whether they are first degree connection or not. If they are only a second or third degree connection, then that is another fantastic set of candidates for you to potentially reach out and send a connection request to. And similar, like, uh, similar to when you do outreach to people who have reacted to your posts, you wanna send a personalized request, thanking them for interacting with your post and uh, asking them to connect with you uh, because it appears that you are of like mind Now, if we move down the hierarchy of candidates for you to connect with, uh, the next big block of candidates that that can often be very, very suitable for you to reach out and connect with are other posts from other people that are in your network that turn up in your feed uh, to go into their reactions to those posts, go into their comments. So their network who have commented on their post or reacted to their post, if, if that post is showing up in your feed, that post is showing up in your feed for a reason. Now, now most of the time, the content in your feed is gonna be from your first degree connections, uh, and so that will be, the, the, a lot of that content will turn up frequently in your feed, and therefore, uh, it's very easy to simply both jump into the comments, make a comment on one of those posts, uh, which boosts visibility of your own profile to everybody who looks at that post, but secondarily, uh, those, that can be fertile hunting grounds for people that, uh, if, you know, basically if a post grabs you and it grabs your attention, then there's a reason for that. And it's likely that the people, the other people uh, that have their attention grabbed by that post will be similar minded to you, possibly even in similar industries. So people that react to uh, content that is in your feed can often be very, very fertile candidates for you to reach out to and send a connection request to. And you can even make reference to the post. You can say something like, hey, I saw you comment on XYZ's post. Um, looks like we have some interests in common. Would love to connect. Uh, and then put their name, obviously. And uh, and that can be really fertile cont- uh, uh Fertile hunting ground. Um, The next way in which you can do uh, targeted outreach for connections is that. Uh, You can start looking and and this starts getting into more of the advanced search So the search bar at the top of LinkedIn both in the app and also on the desktop uh, website uh, Once you type in a search term within there You can start to use the advanced search filters to start filtering by different things so the first thing that I will always filter by so if I'm trying to search for a topic Uh, people that work within an industry or people that work within a specific region or area or state or country, then I'll always use advanced search. So let's say, and I'll I'll use myself as an example. So I I work in the e-commerce space and let's say that I wanted to find suitable people in e-commerce. So so let's say I was going to speak at a conference in a specific country. So let's say I was going to speak at a conference, an e-commerce conference in the UK, the United Kingdom if i was going to do that then what i would want to do is i would want to have ideally a fertile patch of first degree connections within the united kingdom that both i could reach out to but also when i when i push my post out that what Generally before I go to speak at a conference I'll push a post out that I'm going to be speaking at this conference on this date in this region in this country etc but if you have no connections in the UK then obviously there's no no connections in the UK that will see your content unless they are connections of connections that happen to see your content via someone else's feed another connections feed so uh, ideally what you'll start doing is you will start doing targeted outreach to people in your vertical in the UK about you know three to six months or as far in advance as possible before you actually go and speak in the UK. Or before I would, in this case, before I would go and speak in the UK, what I would do is, is far out in advance of the event, I would search in, adva- in the LinkedIn search bar, I would type in e-commerce, I would filter first by people, I would then add the second degree connection filter because I don't want my first degree connections because I'm already connected to them. And I don't want third degree connections because they're probably too far removed from my first degree connections. But but second degree connections are the sweet spot. So they are connections of your existing connections. And then I, I, the third filter that I would apply is a region filter and I would filter by the UK, the United Kingdom. And so what, what that is going to return to me, LinkedIn is going to return to me, people with e-commerce in their, in their headline, in their description, or in other parts of their profile, the word e-commerce, they are going to be connections of first-degree connections of mine, and they're going to be in the U.K., Now I immediately have a ready-made outreach list that I then have the opportunity to start sending targeted connection requests to well in advance of the conference that I'm going to be speaking at in the UK. And then when it comes down to actually speaking at that event, you know, about a month out from from the conference or two weeks out or whatever it might be, you know, whenever the tickets will be closing for that conference, You'll put out a post saying, hey, look, I'm really looking forward to heading to the UK at such and such a time. I'm going to be speaking at this conference. Uh, Would love to see as many of you there as possible and would love to connect with you and and speak with you in person at the event. Then either in the post or in a comment underneath your post, you can start tagging some of those e-commerce connections that you have in the UK so it puts that event and you on their radar that you are actually coming to their region. So that's one method of targeted outreach using LinkedIn advanced search. But in all cases, regardless of how and what content or topic I'm searching through LinkedIn advanced search, if I'm doing targeted outreach, my first two filters that I always apply are people, second degree connections, and then the the third layer is the region that I'm targeting for those connections to come from. Now, the other, the other thing that you want to look at is, is what time zone you are in. So I am down here... Uh, in New Zealand, and so I'm, I'm, you know, my content typically is going to show in near real time to uh, the audience that's in the my local time zone down here in Australia, New Zealand. We've got a few time zones, obviously, down here between us and New Zealand, uh, between Australia and New Zealand, but we're all within a few hours of each other down here in terms of our local time zone. So, you know, when it's when it's when it's daytime here in New Zealand, it's also daytime in Australia, and and vice versa. So, uh, but. If I'm looking at Europe, if I'm looking at the UK, there's, you know, there's roughly a 12 hour difference between us. So when it's, when it's nighttime here, it's daytime there and, and, and vice versa. So, and that's true for, for the rest of Europe, although there's obviously many time zones throughout, throughout Europe. Uh, the reality is if, if I'm targeting time zones in the Northern hemisphere versus the Southern hemisphere, then there, you know, there's about a 12 hour difference, give or take between us in terms of, of the time of day that we're, that we're operating in, um, during business hours, etc. So what that means is, is that if I want my content to be seen right now in my local time zone at say 1 p.m., but I also want my content to have a long lifespan in the feed, then it means that I need to, my content to also be seen in the opposite end of the spectrum of the time zone. So if I want my content to be seen at one p, uh, 1 p.m. my time, but I also want it to be seen at 1 p.m., UK time in a rolling basis so as as it rolls into the middle of the night my time zone then it rolls into uh, a more hospitable time zone in North America and northern Europe etc then what that means is is i need to have t- i need to have some connections sprinkled throughout all of those time zones i need to have i need to have connections down in the southern hemisphere time zones and i also need to have have uh, uh, connections that are located in the Northern hemisphere time zones. And that way my content has a longer lifespan in the feed because just as people in my time zones are starting to go to sleep, then people in other time zones are starting to wake up. And as a result of that, it will start showing up in their feed. They can start reacting, they can start commenting and it can carry on and increase the lifespan because obviously content that gets interacted with continues to show in the feed uh, and further distributed in the feeds of others, it, it, it lasts longer depending on the level of engagement that that post is seeing. So if a post is seeing high engagement, it will continue to linger in the feed for much longer. So the way in which you can try to help your post along in terms of overall engagement over a longer period of time is to make sure that you have regionally distributed connections. So once again, I'm, I have tried to do very targeted outreach Uh, to uh, people that are within a lot of the various Northern hemisphere time zones, uh, North American time zones, European time zones, et cetera. So I don't just have all of my connection base in my local area of Australia and New Zealand. So that's another way in which you can give your content the best possible opportunity to be seen is to make your connection targeting based on time zone and make sure that when you do outreach that you have a broad variety of geographical locations for where your connections actually reside. The other way in which you can make targeted connection requests is to use advanced search to search for things like conferences, TEDx, keynotes, Lions, MCs, etc. So these are people that uh, operate in industries that are very visible, and they're typically very, very open to growing their connection count very rapidly because they want to have the highest visibility possible. So, So if someone's an MC... If they're a TEDx speaker, it indicates to me that they are putting themselves out there, they want to be visible, they're they're actively trying to to grow, typically their personal brand, they're trying to go grow a business brand, they're trying to grow their impact, they're trying to do something that's very visible and so they tend to be very active in their local market in terms of, of their own marketing, but they also tend to be very active on LinkedIn. So I'm trying to look for signals Um, uh, in both the title, the headline, the, the job, the vertical that someone is involved in and the interests that someone is involved in, I'm trying to look for clues that they would be open for connection because they would tend to be very active on LinkedIn. So therefore they would tend to already have a lot of followers and they would tend to want to continue to grow their connection count very actively. And so therefore the conversion rate of connection requests that you send to people that say yes tends to be higher when you are targeting people that want to actively grow their connection count versus people that hardly ever log in to LinkedIn at all, let alone create content on LinkedIn and, and are using it as a, as a true connection platform. So those are the types of, of keywords um, that I'd be looking for. So I'd be doing a search for like TEDx, for example. I would do uh, I would do a filter for people, I'd do a filter for second degree connections, and then I would do a filter, a regional filter for whatever location and region, city, state, Country, whatever that I was trying to target for that. Same with conferences because people that, that are MCs or conference speakers or whatever tend to be putting themselves out there, tend to be pretty active on LinkedIn. Uh, keynotes. Once again, if you if you type in the word keynote, then it's people that are keynote speakers, and they tend to want to grow their connection count. And then Lions is the last one. So, or, or Lion, which is uh, is an abbreviation for LinkedIn Open Networker. Uh, and if someone has that in their profile, then what that stands for is it means that they will never deny a connection request if one is sent to them. So that's certainly another way uh, to find people who are actively looking to connect on LinkedIn to grow their connection count and grow their influence on LinkedIn. So, uh, and there's, there's sort of many more ways in which you can create advanced filters using LinkedIn advanced search, but at its most basic level, when you put in, you know, whether it's a, a vertical specific search term, an industry specific search term, or, or a profile-specific search term, then the first thing you're going to want to do is filter by people, uh, filter by second-degree connections, and then filter by region is, is my first three go-to filters uh, for sending out targeted connection requests on LinkedIn. So hopefully you have found this information interesting. Um, feel free to comment. Uh, I'll, I'll post this out uh, on LinkedIn once I've got the podcast all up and loaded and i'd love to hear your thoughts on how you connect on linkedin do you do uh, connection targeting do you actively even try to grow your connection count on linkedin Uh, how are you using linkedin how is it working for you how, how are you increasing your visibility on LinkedIn and, uh, and how are you finding it so far? And also look forward to any questions you may have. Just whack those in underneath the comments uh, in the comment section of my post where I'll advertise this this particular podcast episode and look forward to interacting with you guys. Cheers, guys. Talk to you soon.